Hello runners, hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here, um, sitting here alone in Chennai. I had to make another visit here back to India. And uh, the weekend here is almost over. It's a Sunday evening here, around 11 p.m. Just about to hit the bed. And uh, I was just wondering that, man, I'm running out of partners for my weekend messages uh, because of all my travel. So I thought, well, what should I do now? And uh, suddenly an idea struck. You know, this is from this famous uh, intellectual Nityananda. I don't know if you guys have uh, listened to uh, all his Nityananda jokes, uh, where this, uh, this, I would say, an idiotic uh, uh, religious man trying to give all kinds of crazy fundas, but he inspired me. You know, he's famous for, you know, the me talking about to me, about me, from me and that type of stuff. That's what he was famous for. So I thought, why don't I do that? So this uh, walk with the coach is going to be me talking to me about myself and my thoughts. That's, that's, that's what you're going to get because I don't have any other partners. So welcome to Bala Vidyananda. The little Vidyananda and Bala Vidyananda. Okay, Nityananda. So with that, so here is how I'm going to do. When I remove my glasses, I'm going to be the questionnaire, the computer, the facilitator of this uh, weekend walk with the coach or sit with the coach. And when I put on my glasses, I become Bala, Coach Bala. Okay, here you go. And sorry, guys, this is all you can um, get this time and live with it. And hopefully you'll enjoy the content. So here it goes. Um, without my glasses. Hello, Coach Bala. How are you? So good to... Uh, uh, host this uh, episode of Walk with the Coach, Sit with the Coach with you. And we're almost at the end of the first week of Peak Miso Cycle. So what are your thoughts? Uh, totally agree. This has uh, been an uh, important first week, first week after rest week. And uh, it's, I'm glad that a lot of you have sailed through the rest week really well. It's very important that you do this well. And I'm um, just uh, very impressed by various runs i saw some 16 mile runners 18 miles 8 mile 9 mile runs fantastic guys and i also see that uh, the season is beginning to end some of the early uh, folks are about to take the races today was roshan's first full marathon <coughs> first international full marathon at berlin congrats roshan and i'm sure uh, next week there are more runners coming in and it's going to be a rolling thunder you know people are finishing their peak me so at the same time some people have signed up for earlier races and they are adjusted the training accordingly and they are finishing their runs. So it's going to be a lot of fun guys. And, um, you know, congratulations for finishing your first week. It's going to be, uh, you know, focus, focus on two more weeks. The training is not at over. Peak Miso, as we talked about, has got the bulk of the miles. So there is a lot of running still to do. Um, so focus on your health, focus on making sure that you don't lose out on, um, you know, the, uh, the various rest in between the runs. Don't adjust the timings, stick to the timings, stick to the distances. Let's get the next two weeks done and then we can talk about next steps. Okay, so I'm congratulations. Very proud of all of you for finishing the first week of Peak News Society. That's awesome, Coach. Um, so as you're looking through the Peak News Cycle, um, what are some of the, uh, you know, few words of advice you can give to our runners for the next two weeks? Uh, no, that's a great question. So let me uh, boil it down to two fundamental 
um, uh, messages about the peak menstrual cycle. First one is nutrition while you are doing the long runs. Uh, it's very important that you focus on the nutrition, especially for uh, distances beyond the two hour, two and a half hours uh, timing mark. So if you're a half marathoner, if you're running the 10 and 11 miles, you're touching that, this, that times. And if you're a full marathoner, if you're touching the 18 and 20 miles, you're definitely touching that time and beyond. So typically what happens is your body's energy source is a glycogen, which is energy that, source that is already available. And around the two hour mark, your glycogen levels are completely exhausted. And after that, your body is expected to burn uh, fat or any other source of fuel, uh, any other source of fuel to sort of give you the energy. And if your body is not able to do that, that's when you start what is called as bonking. That means you don't have energy and you are expected to uh, release a lot of energy. So that's what is called bonking. So the goal is to manage the available energy and the demand for energy in such a way that the available energy is always higher than the demand for energy. Simply, you know, simply put. So that's the goal. So how do you go about doing that in long distance running that is beyond the two and a half hours, the two, two and a half hours mark when glycogen levels are sort of available energy source is sort of depleted. So that's why you need to start thinking about pre-run meal, about 30 minutes before it, make sure, don't uh, you know try to be a hero and not have anything, just have your pre-run meal. Um, and then once you're having a pre-run meal, 30 minutes before, and then you start the run and then start having gels. You know, different types of gels are available. There are vegan gels available. There are, uh, you can see in our resources page in our website, uh, it's vegan, non-caffeinate, caffeine, uh, you know, gels. There are honey stringer uh, type of gels are available. Um, different forms of gels, regular gels, goose are also available. So these are just nothing but a, a quick energy pack. And a, the thing that you need to note is every gel takes about 30 minutes for full energy release into the body. So if you need energy now, you need to have the gel 30 minutes earlier. That's the logic. So typically what, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about any other calculations. Every two and a half to three miles, you take a gel. That's the idea. So you have a good meal and then every two and a half to three miles in your long run, take a gel till about three to five miles before the end of the run. So when you do that, then let's say you're running a 12 mile run, take a, take a gel at three, six, nine, that's good enough. Um, similarly, if you're, you know, doing a 20 mile run to go up to maybe 15, 16 miles, and then you can stop. So when you do that, then the available energy source is much higher than the demand for energy and hence you won't bonk. Okay. So that's the first message I want to give you. The second is post run recovery. That means post you do your long run. It's very important that within 45 minutes, you ensure that you take a meal. I talked about it in the previous uh, messaging as well. Just want to reiterate that, have something specifically protein uh, drink, which would give you uh, enough proteins to build those you know, broken muscle fibers. So you do that, it'll uh, quickly hasten your recovery process and you will feel a lot better very soon as opposed to feeling sore for a long period of time. So those are the two things I would tell you guys in peak mesocycle, focus, on distance and not on speed. Because this is a time when you just continue to enhance your cardiovascular uh, stamina. You know, you're not here to try to get your PR in terms of your runs because that's your race day strategy. You don't want to run too fast and sort of uh, injure yourself. The goal is run within yourself and run the distance. Key is to run the distance. The longer you spend on the, uh, on the road, the better, better for you. 
in terms of your mental strength as well as an ability to deliver a long run. Okay, that's what I would say about peak music cycle, prevent injuries, nutrition, of course, hydration, which we all know we do it, and uh, post from recovery is what I would really ask you to focus on during the peak music cycle. Um, that's awesome, coach. Um, the next question I have is, um, you know, when they do this 20 mile runs or the 12 mile runs, or let's talk about a full marathon or a half marathon. Why is it that towards the end of the race, like the ninth mile or the 10th mile in a half marathon or a 20th mile in a full marathon, people find it really difficult to continue, even though they might have energy, your muscles are sort of, you know, tight and your muscles are refusing to move and it feels difficult. You know, that's typically the, the sort of the speed breaker for uh, you not able to continue. Why is that happening? What's happening in the body? Um, great question. So what I just wanted to um, talk to you about is what is happening inside your body. When you are running, at the end of the day, let's just go deep into our body. When you are running, what is really happening is your energy molecules are broken up and energy is released at a cellular level, level for you to do the run. That's really what is happening if you look at it at a molecular level. Now, when this is happening, there is a byproduct of this combustion and put it very simply without going into too much details, that byproduct is called lactic acid, okay? Now, it is very important for us to understand the mechanics of it. So as and when you are running, as and when you are expending more and more energy, lactic acid is being created. Now, lactic acid actually is a good thing, okay? But it also has certain bad elements that causes your muscle soreness and muscle cramps, okay? So for our understanding, let us just take it that the more there is lactic acid in the muscle, the faster your muscle will start cramping or the muscles will start feeling very sore. That's the bottom line. So you burn more energy at the cellular level, you also create lactic acid at a cellular level that we don't want that lactic acid to remain in the cells. That's the equation. So typically what happens is as the body is you know, manufacturing lactic acid, there is another system, you can call it like some kind of a waste removal system. It comes and takes out the lactic acid from the cells and takes it inside for processing. So at one, one point, the lactic acid has been created on some other system comes and picks up the lactic acid and takes it away from the muscles. That's what is happening parallelly. Now, if you take an example of a cup and this cup has a small hole on the bottom, okay? Now, if you start pouring water on the top, of course, through the hole on the bottom, the water will start leaking out, right? That's normal. If we can just keep this imagery in mind. So imagine now you are pouring water from the top that is less than the amount of water that is going out per minute. Then what happens? The cup is never getting, there's no water getting collected in the cup, right? But if you're pouring more than what the water is getting leaked out, what is going to happen? Slowly, the water is going to start accumulating in the cup, right? Because the amount of water that is going out of the hole is much lesser than the amount of water that is coming out from the top of the cup. So it keeps accumulating. The cup is getting accumulated and there will reach a point where the water will fill up the cup and it will start overflowing, isn't it? 
that is exactly what is happening in your at a cellular level with your lactic acid think of your muscles as the cup think of the lactic acid that is being generated as the lactic acid coming from the top into the cup and think of the hole at the bottom as this body's ability to remove the lactic acid from the muscles so if you think about the same analogy as long as the amount of lactic acid that is coming into the muscle is less than the amount of lactic acid that is being taken out everything is hunky dory there is no problems more and more lactic acid is getting taken out and it's much more than what is coming in so the muscles are not going to face any problems but if it is getting overwhelmed that means more and more lactic acid is created than the ability for the body to take it out slowly lactic acid starts building in the muscles and it reaches a point what is called as a lactate threshold that lactic threshold is the same as the level in which the water is filled up to the cup and it is about to uh, uh, you know overflow the cup that lactate threshold is the point in which the lactic acid concentration in the muscle is so high that any more lactic acid accumulation will start shutting down the muscle or you will start cramping or you will start feeling sore that's simply that's what it is so as a long distance runner you want to make sure that you don't reach the lactic lactate threshold as you know the farther you like it takes for you to reach the lactate threshold the better it is so now let's come back to our cp runs when you are in cp when you're running in cp what you are really doing is you are allowing the body enough time for it to process the lactic acid outside the muscles or in other words you are in this well before the lactate threshold point inside your body so when you are running in your cp your lactate threshold is not reached or it will reach later so imagine you are running a you know 20 mile run okay if you are able to run slow and steady in the first 10 15 miles your lactic acid accumulation in your muscles or controlled in such a way that the lactate threshold point is beyond the 26 miles thereby you can run your full 26 miles without having any cramps and so but if you run in such a way that you run a day too fast or you are run in the anaerobic state when you do that in the initial part of the run you reach the lactate threshold lot earlier and as a result you will start cramping or you will have to slow down and as a result you will have a struggle struggled sort of long long distance running this is the core of how to ace the long distance run and this is why we say run slow to run fast because when you run slow you are within the lactate threshold inside your body and as a result you are able to control your muscles degradation well and thereby the lactate threshold is beyond the 26 mile or the 13 mile or the 10k as the case may be and as a result you are able to deliver a picture perfect run i hope you guys understand the lactate threshold very well net net the simple thing is slow down in the first part of your long run or your race dramatically so that you are giving your body a good chance for pushing the lactate threshold beyond your race distance hope that makes sense and uh, good luck on the remaining two weeks of uh, the peak meso cycle good luck for all those runners who are going to finish the races in the next couple of weeks um, please feel uh, please make sure you share your achievements we want to succeed. we want to enjoy your success and participate in your incredible journey thanks a lot guys 
enjoy and take care. This is Bala Nityananda talking to me about my thoughts to myself. <laughs> take care.